0: of a new era. Cardinals training camp coverage presented by Bud Light. Wolf and Luke middays on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. This is the dawn of a new era. Yeah. like you're using this show to launch your inevitable DJ career. The amount of careers you've, you've said you want to have after your career... Yeah. 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 <laughs> I couldn't say it there. I was answering <laughs> you. I didn't want to say yee. All right, Drew Stanton has no time for this, and he's oh, joining yeah, us right, right. now True. on the Arizona sports Line to talk about the Cardinals game uh, that he called with Paul Calvisi on Friday. Drew, thank you for the time. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, thanks. How are you guys? Thank you, Drew. Appreciate your time, buddy.
0: Oh, uh, my pleasure. Drew, let's, uh, let's start with just your... your overall impression of that game on Friday, the win over the Denver Broncos, anything big jump out to you, offense or defense, just in terms of how the Cardinals performed?
1: Well, I think just the, the situational awareness, right? Football is going to have its ebbs and flows throughout the course of the game, but to be able to set some of those circumstances up on your own, to be able to put your team in a situation where they can learn from it, I think it's imperative. I mean, that's what the preseason is four. They don't count, but they matter. And so through the course of that, you get an opportunity to see. okay, we get a two-minute drive, but we're we going to be able to have a little bit of a cat and mouse back and forth with an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. You get in a second-long situation. What are you going to do to get back in the third and manageable? And we saw Drew Pepsin get it into empty and spread him out. Okay, is that going to be who he is? It looks like it. They're going to be able to push the ball down the field with play action and get multiple personnel and do all this stuff on first and second down being underneath center, you look at the offense and you say, okay, they're going to go balanced. They're going to go two tight ends and they can run the ball either way. You see the the quarterback's hands come up. He shakes. He's going to the other side because it's a number count game. So all of these things, it's so encouraging to see week one. And after talking with JG, he said, look, we're not game planning. We're just going to go out and we're going to play football. And he said, you know, same thing on defense. You saw some of these young guys. And just because they're unknown doesn't mean they're not capable of going out there and filling a void. Drew, did you like playing under center, and if so, why? Well, a couple reasons. I did like playing under center, but I was also dependent upon the circumstance. I think there's times when it's better to be under center, especially in first and second down, and there's times in third down where you want to be able to see things. The beauty of being under center is you don't have to catch the snap and see what's going on. Now, you have your pre-snap reads. You can see stuff in the shotgun. You have, through displacement of the linebackers and the safeties and the pre-snap checklist that you should be going through as a quarterback, and then you reaffirm it once you catch the ball. But under center, you can do that, Uh, and you have the ability to balance things up, the the quick game stuff of getting the ball out faster, the play action stuff, as we talked about, that this offense wants to do. It allows you to turn your back to the defense after that second or third step, but have a pretty good indication of where the ball is going to end
0: up. Talking to Drew Stanton. Uh, Drew, with Clayton Toon, it's very early, certainly, but what are you looking for from him in game two and game three after what you saw in game one? And, and just sort of what is his path going forward to be able to, to carve out a role on this team?
1: well you know i think first and foremost he was a draft pick of the new regime that means a lot because there's a belief in him already when he when he steps foot in that building upstairs of what they're looking at and the coaching staff because they're on the same page as far as that's concerned i think he did a tremendous job of settling into the game he missed a couple throws and and early on and then he found ways to make adjustments and though it was the same throw uh, those are correctable things. And his feet got in the ground. I thought he stood in the pocket. And, again, this is a new offense for him. The stuff that he did in college or he was comfortable with, you could see him off of you know the, the zone read play action and the shotgun. He's probably done that in his sleep. So he just flicked the ball effortlessly right on target, some different catch and runs, and, and accuracy is a premium. We know how accurate he was in college. Can he take that over? Again, this is also his first time with live snaps of getting hit uh, he's in, been in practice and taken snaps with the ones, so we know that he's in legitimate contention for getting real playing time with Colt or being ready to play. He's being groomed for a reason. So you look at that, and I thought he responded well. He kind of settled in and to end the game on two scoring drives with two touchdowns. It's huge. That's what we're called to do. We saw cover zero. Drew helped him with the play call, and he was uh, able to deliver a strike right there for a nice passing touchdown. You know, it was so interesting right there because you're talking about cover zero. And uh, I know that JG and the Cardinals, we came with a couple of zero looks as well. Were you surprised by that, Drew? Not at all. Not In the first all. preseason game? Not at all. Not Well, first of all, we have to realize who we're going against. We know that Vance Joseph is not afraid to bring pressure. I was shocked a little bit to see it as early as I was. Usually... Because, again, teams aren't necessarily game-planning anymore. So these young quarterbacks that are going to be in the fourth quarter of the first preseason game, they might not ever have seen zero or they're, if it's being disguised or whatever it is. We pulled it out early, and we got home the first time. And the second time, <laughs> Russell Wilson was like, uh-oh, I'm going to have an answer this time around. And Sean Payton had the built-in answer for him. And the younger secondary guys that were in there, They didn't inside out it correctly, and it resulted in a touchdown. So, again, that's the beauty of all of this. It's real football, even in preseason. You get a good, good sense of what guys want to do, and you can't tell me that that game did not matter to Vance Joseph coming back in that stadium.
0: Right. We're talking to Drew Stanton. Uh, Drew, there's, there's so much talk always about Kyler Murray and how he can get better and what the next step is. If they hit on this Paris Johnson Jr. pick, and so far it looks good, and obviously to have D.J. Humphreys, I mean, what does it do for a quarterback to just have the left tackle and right tackle positions locked down?
1: It secures the edge. It's everything. You don't have to look any further than in our division with the Seattle Seahawks last year. You know, they they went out and got two tackles in the draft, and it paid dividends for them. They're younger guys, and that's what I said it doesn't have to be a household name at cornerback for us. It doesn't have to be a household name at defensive end or defensive tackle. It's getting after the quarterback. You know, there are the marquee guys, the Buddha Bakers of the world, the Jalen Thompson of the world. Zayvon Collins switching positions might be the best thing that ever happened to him and this organization. So you look at all of these things and you start saying, okay, well, what do we need to identify what we can do? Well, and everybody's kind of on the same page. So they went ahead and took Zach Ertz off the physically unable to perform list, and they activated him. He's good to go right now. What do you think Zach Ertz is going to be able to do for the Arizona Cardinals going forward? Well, I think it's what the whole tight end unit can do, right? You look at Trey McBride, you look at what they bring to the table and they want to balance things up. They want to be able to dictate the tempo on offense. And hopefully, we see a lot of two tight end sets because they both have the skill set to get out there. And we know what Zach Ertz can do with the ball in his hands and being able to kind of secure the between the hashes for you and do all of these things and split them out and create one on ones and mismatches and all of these things. So, uh, you know, kudos to him for putting in the work. Uh, we all those of us that know Buddy Morris that was in charge of his rehab are not surprised by his quick return and recovery because mm-hmm. Buddy's the best in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to be able to have his hands on him and to get Zach in there and Zach putting in the effort and the time. And he's also in charge of Kyler's rehab, too. Mm-hmm an imperative role, even though he's switched, he's getting a chance to work with these veteran guys and maximize them. And you're going to see a Zach Ertz that's hungry to get out there and play and be able to really help this offense be dynamic.
0: Drew, uh, Daniel Arias had a pretty good game on Friday. Michael Wilson's had a really good camp, OTAs and everything. As a quarterback, how quickly can you tell if a rookie receiver has it?
1: Well, I think you can tell right away some guys takes a little bit more time. Uh, There's certain quarterbacks that just are certain wide receivers you feel more comfortable with of how they come out of routes, how they bend, even how they run routes right versus left. And Michael Wilson seems very quarterback friendly, but it's also a product of where he came from. He's a Stanford guy that has been taught by David Shaw that does things correctly, that takes care of his bodies. You know, understands if you're one of those guys, like, you're getting a pro pro and you a pro is pro already because he understands what it takes. There's a level of expectation that even the way that he talks to the media and really even this whole draft class, right? You look at Manny Austin for and you look at Dave Sears, the point of emphasis that they place on high character individuals, T-Trell Clark's talking to us post-game and he's just, he's dissecting plays on the fly. It, it's impressive. And, and they all have common denominators within them. Paris Johnson Jr. is no different mm-hmm. in that regard. And I think, You look at that wide receiver group. There's a lot of opportunity for young guys with bigger bodies to come in and block downfield and be guys that can get the sticks for you because they're bigger targets. I mean, you think about third down conversions, third and less to five. You want to hit guys on the run, bigger targets, and they did a nice job of converting third down with both of them.
0: Drew, we appreciate the time as always. Thank Thank you, you, Drew. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Take care. Okay, man.